Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys, Statman, coming to you from the Continental Tire Pits, Daytona Motor Speedway as we get set for the Rolex 24 Hours, about to get off here in the Freak Nation. Now joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, we should have had this guy in here many more years earlier. I'm a, I'm a motorhead, I'm a music head, we're all fans of music, and, we, and, and unbeknownst to us, we're fans of this guy's music. Jim Johnson, who is here at the track actually driving, but this bastard is a Grammy Award. Is it a Grammy Award winner? Did he just call me a... Uh, Welcome to later. the Freak Nation. Yeah. <laughs> Grammy Award winner? Yeah, yeah. I took Jim that from Johnson? some guy. Stole it from him backstage. Yeah. Jim, don't call me Jimmy Johnson Johnson, right? No, I've never met the real Jimmy Johnson, the football coach. Oh! Uh, but, you know, I heard there's a driver, too. But uh, is your name Crash for real? Yeah, yeah. Who does that? Oh, I do. I got a friend I do a lot. named Wayne that is, his nickname is Crash. He was oh, a DJ. See, he wishes he was me, though. He's a super cool guy, too. Awesome. Crash, that's a great name. Well, we got to get Crash and Crash together. I'm going to name Beyonce, my Usher, Lil Wayne, some folks you've worked with that some people might know out there. Yeah. Is, is, it, is it tougher to deal with some of these artists or steering that car in some of these turns here at Daytona? It's tougher to deal with Shakira than steering that car around <laughs> corners. <laughs> Toughest artist I've ever worked with. Ooh. Ask Pitbull. He'll tell you he was there. But uh, she's a sweetheart. Amazing, tough, tough artist to work with. She's like, she's like, uh, you know, drill sergeant. Totally told me what to do all day. I didn't mind it. She was in pajamas, but it was, it was cool. Does she get what she's demanding? Is that good stuff or yeah, is just artist crap? But we didn't get any great music though. <laughs> it didn't happen. Ouch! Wow. But it was a great session, studio session. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. She's married to some prince or something who's connected very well in the Middle East. I don't want to mess with him at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I've worked with Beyonce. And she's she's amazing. Not to take not to take anything from Shakira. She is an extremely talented artist and a sweetheart. But uh, Beyonce, great, uh, right. very professional. Uh, knows what she wants. Talented. You know, just she's the best. Well, what are these people in the music business? What do they think about you doing this racing thing? Uh, they think I'm distracted. They think I'm crazy. Uh, who knows? No, they think it's kind of cool, I guess. A lot of artists I work with, you know, it could be T.I., Young Jeezy, um, who else is it? You know, Yellow Wolf or B.O.B., they all think, wow, I want to get in the car. I want to do that. Just their schedules don't allow it. But in the studio, you know, we really, we work Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday and Sundays. Past few years, I've carved those days out for my family, and it gives me time to come out and do this you know uh i've been a little more than i can chew though I, I started a race team instead of just going as a gentleman driver and enjoying myself and you know flying first class i'm like riding in the rig staying at the relax inn with ceilings like this tall <laughs> what you're not in the hilton suite because or... we're on a budget we drive a porsche so that's all our money right there out the door <laughs> uh, so yeah. jim johnson you ride in the uh, Continental Tire Series in a Porsche you just mentioned, doing well. You're driving, you're a music producer, doing well. You get artists to do. Where's the biggest egos in uh, music? Or those are two of the biggest egos in society, music artists and race car drivers. Whoa. Uh, man, I would say music. You get some real good egos in music. Some of the drivers are pretty cocky, too. But you just bump them out of the way if they get cocky. <laughs> but uh, 
you can't really punch like an artist or nothing. But in the car, you could be like, you freaking prick. So how do you... But how Something do you, happened like that yesterday. I'm not going to mention any names, but somebody got put in the wall. Things happen, but no, I would never do that. Not me personally. But how do uh-huh. you... How do you... <laughs> Bullshit. How do you get... No, listen, the front of our car has radiators on low. They break yeah. easy. How do you get so, control yeah, of Yeah, and a, again, team owner, budget. <laughs> how do you get control of a, of a session if the artist is just going bananas and you've got five hours to get 10 hours worth of work done? How do you get that out of them besides bumping them in the wall? Well, because I'm a songwriter and, and a producer as well. So producers, usually the boss, like, runs the session and the artist is supposed to kind of conform and uh what i do is we usually prepare songs or ideas for the artist before they get there so what happens is most of the time the artists are looking for a hit record right so when they start acting up like that i just play them the hot sauce give them a little texas pizza if they don't like it they can go you ever kicked anybody out of the studio before <laughs> Tex- they, no hold on, hold on a little texas pizza a little texas pizza hot sauce you don't know texas pizza no. See, because I mentioned them, they're probably going to give me a logo to put on the car. Like, <laughs> That's the greatest hot sauce next to, uh, what's that Chinese hot sauce? It's really good. Wasabi? Uh, no, it starts with S. <laughs> That'd be Japanese. But oh. getting back to that, though, just to answer your question, no, usually if they hear a great song, they change their attitude. And they know, you know? they come to you, they're going to get good, they're going to get the the best. Yeah. And so. we and we provide a, a, a relaxed chill environment you know i look a little different than i really am i'm very you know mellow and uh, i like to you know show them a good time in the studio make sure they're comfortable we take good care of the artist so we don't really ever have any problems you know at all when it comes to artists even rap artists or people that supposedly have attitudes and stuff nothing but as a producer aren't you similar to a crew chief or crew chief yeah is to a race team right that's why i think I'm having such a big problem with my crew chief. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That Jared, Jared's my crew chief, by the way. We call him Spanky, so he too has a, a name. You know, everyone gets a nickname around me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's similar to that. So I'm always trying to act like the boss and drive the car. So I'm in the car. We do a few laps earlier. I'm like, yeah, if the car feels great, I'm ready to get out. Let's just park it and go racing. No, we want you to do more laps and we're going to do this and this and tire pressures. Fuck the tire pressures. I'm coming in, man. No, you got just stay in the car. So he just tells me what to do, and I have to listen. So now I'm in the car sweating, trying to get back in, and the crew chief is the boss. I'm used to being the boss. It's an adjustment. Now, would you say that to an artist? No, fuck no. Get back out there and get on the mic, you happy bastard. Oh, yeah. Do it again. 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 That was – no, again. That was amazing. Do that one more time. Always. But I'm not rude. I'm not mean. What's the gnarliest thing you said to Pitbull? He's like my brother. We talk. It's it's like always good stuff. He's I don't ever say nothing gnarly to him other than like Chico. What the fuck? <laughs> so the the uh, the hits that he's coming out with now, the one with J Lo's got like four hundred thousand views on four hundred million views on on YouTube, and the one that's I forget the part that party song that's yeah, the commercial really well. for the beer thing. Okay. Did you do any of those? No, I didn't. I didn't produce any of those records. He uh, he executive produced his new album himself, and uh, while he was traveling all over the world, wow, he did this record. And but this is a guy who literally worked in uh, Weston in a buddy of ours' house, cut in in their uh, the first album he did 
that I executive produced, he cut the majority of it in a walk-in closet with clothes in there. Like, hey, it sounds good. Cut it because he he doesn't he doesn't believe in spending all kinds of crazy money on recording. You've got Pro Tools and all these things. Here, I built like a million dollar studio because I like to look at this giant board. It looks great, but then my guys are using like two channels. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he he's just he's a realist. If it sounds good and if if you can get him sounding good in the closet, he's cool. And I love that about him. He doesn't waste any money. He doesn't blow his budget on things. He conserves it. You a know? lot of the producers that I've talked to over the last 30 years, they said the bigger the board, the smaller the penis. <laughs> it was it was a foul. You know, it made up for uh, the difference. Is that true? I got two huge boards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm caught. <laughs> Jim Johnson. Wow. You didn't expect producer. this coming in here, did you? No, this is good stuff, though. This is interesting. Music producer, race car director, Rebel Rock Racing. Is that your team? Rebel Rock. That's also my record label. All right. So you got to tell me. I've been listening to you talk for five, four or five minutes here. Where'd that voice come from, dude? That's the perfect voice for rock music. Well, if you heard my son at four years old right now, he's got the same thing going on. Oh. When I was little, I, you know, I used to try to talk and no one would ever hear me. Hey! It was all raspy. <laughs> But this this voice got me got me a lot of chicks when I was younger DJing because I just it's smooth isn't it? So did your board? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Which board? <laughs> oh man! Talk well, about what's on the back of your car. The balls. It's not ball suspension. What is it? Brass balls brass bobbers. Ball. Brass balls bobbers. Okay, first of all, brassballsbobbers.com. Darwin Holsworth, the most amazing bike chopper builder in the world. He's actually won world. Now, hold on, we're friends with Jesse James. Yeah, he can't even. Jesse's cool as shit, though. I'd yeah, love to meet okay. him. I love Jesse James. I yeah, I gotta meet that guy. Um, but this guy, but is this, it, he's my favorite. And and I got to actually race with Dar. You should interview him. We did a celebrity race for the Viper Cup in Texas, and I met him. He was my he was like teammate. First time in a car, he he was out there kicking ass. Uh, anyway, he builds amazing bikes, and he came out to support us. So we put him on the car, big brass balls logo. Love it. He's also building a bike right now. I donated an old 1974 Ironhead that my father had given me, and it's in bad shape. He's redoing the whole bike uh, with Helio Castroneves at the Indy 500. They're going to unveil it, and he's donating that to uh, to War Vets, um, the money that it raises. Right. The money he raises and and the bike is going to go to a to a vet. So uh, he's a great guy. He's he does a lot of good for people. So website again, uh, brassballsbobbers.com. Perfect or Darwin Motorcycles. Oh, there we go. Yeah, he won Sturgis World Championships this year. Oh wow! With one of his bikes, he's a badass. Now, what you haven't mentioned anything about? You got people come in here and they got Twitter, they got Facebook, they got websites, and they just talk. They You've just been talk. talking for ten minutes. You haven't mentioned. RebelRockRacing.com or whatever. Well, we have yeah, we have RebelRockRacing.com, also RebelRock.com, where you can see some of our artists like Leroy Sanchez. He's our new artist. Bob. Then we've got Rebel Rock Racing and Motorsports, uh, which we just got into because I realized that it was costing too much money. I need to charge some of these other folks some money so I can get some money and we can go racing. So, <laughs> yeah, since we're racing, we look good out there doing it, right? Yeah. A, so now we're, we got customers. Oh. But um, so. That and this, I have a Twitter account. I am Jim Johnson, and a Instagram account and a Facebook account. So, I am Jim Johnson, and what is my Facebook account? 
I think it's just Jen Johnson. J O N S I N. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, and I'm not the biggest guy on there. I'm starting to get better at it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like post silly pictures and uh, a lot of a lot of my kids and my you know my wife and my family, you know, ATV riding or whatnot and fun stuff. But I'm really starting to figure it out. And I know people kind of want to have a peek inside your life and what you do. I'm getting better at that. So you know? I, I subscribe to you, your Instagram. I'm going to see some pictures of you working with some artists in the studio as well as at the racetrack in your Porsche. Yes, a little nice. mixture of, of everything, yeah. Uh, kind of a day in the life. It Some of the pictures are really shitty because I'm not a good photographer, but just look beyond that. Oh, that's better. <laughs> but I do hang out with one of the They're greatest real. photographers. He's one of my buddies, and he's here, and he just critiques them for me. So Grammy Award-winning producer Jim Johnson joins us from the Continental Tire Pits as we get set for the Continental Tire Race. That is coming up here in, what, about three hours? Yeah. In about, in about three hours. And do you're, you, you're talking do, to us. Do you have, yeah. Do you have a, a procedure before a race? Are there certain things that you do or don't do before you hop in that rig, hop in the car? I just try not to eat anything with sausage, but I just had a sausage patty egg <laughs> sandwich. Hey, what? And drink a lot of water. Do you agree? I about, love it. What, I'm about, just, I'm what about the drivers stoked. who say no sex before the, the night before a, a race? They're just all kinds of weird shit people think up. I don't know. And Do you agree I, with that? I don't, Do you agree? I'm a relaxed person after sex, and being relaxed in the car is the best way to be to me. So in about if, two hours, we might see. Yeah, <laughs> if, is your wife my, here? My, she's over if in my RV's RV rocking, right now. don't come a-knocking, right? <laughs> yeah, my wife, and she's beautiful, man. I, yeah, it might be that time of the month, though. She's not going to let me have any right now. I know it. <laughs> oh, but, what? Was that mean paying the bills month? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. You women have all kinds of weird things going on that time of the month. It's just don't fuck with her at all. Even a week before, it's like, Whoa. I love my wife, Janelle. That's when you give her the Texas hot sauce. Here, baby. Oh. Hey, okay. Texas Pete's. (laughs) Texas Pete's hot sauce. What driver driver out there in your series do you want to punt the most? Oh, man. I dare you. Who do I? Too many to name. Yeah, because if I say it, he's a better driver than me. He's going to get me first. (laughs) That'd be cool. Both of them at the back of the line. Just aim at each other. (laughs) Shite. Uh, or, I, or maybe a driver that's not in your series that you'd like to run against and punt. Oh, there you go. I have no one. Juan Pablo Montoya? I'll punt him for sure. Why not? Just because he hit that truck for no reason. Right. Who does that? Poor guy was sitting there trying to clean shit up. He's like, <laughs> but, uh, Causes a fire, a two-hour delay. Mess everything up. Yeah. Yeah, him and the dude, whoever just cut off Buddy yesterday, um, he hit Storm and Norman there in, in the in the BGB car. It was with Rouse Jr., that guy. That was Oh, shit. really? Yeah, Jack Rouse Jr.? Yeah, I'd like to punt him off real quick. <laughs> but he, like I said, he's a better driver than me. No, but I like him. I met him. He's a nice kid. And his old man could probably fly a freaking P-52 over your house and, and yeah. drop a few on your... And he'll change my engine dynamics quickly yeah, exactly. just by looking at it. It'll be, oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, I did meet him. He's a nice kid. I'm just playing around, but... But uh, he maybe could teach me how to do that maneuver. But how did all this racing stuff come to you? You were a DJ growing up. Yeah. And now a producer, a songwriter. Where did racing even start with okay, you? Okay, so turn uh, one and two. 2009. It's Coke Zero 400, I think it was. Or ah. the, I was here watching the race, and they had a morning uh, Grand Am thing going on. And I'm sitting on the top of my RV, 
with my wife and a bunch of my friends and Mike, who's one of my head mechanics. And why were you here in the first place? Were you invited or did, was well, this something you wanted to do? Well, I always come to the races. My mother. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. my mother worked for Fox for years and, and also um, CBS and she, she was a comptroller there and stuff. Okay. So she would get me and my brother tickets all the time from the Grand Prix in Miami to everything we could, we could go to, you know? So oh, cool. I would always come out as a fan. My father's in auto body. All my uncles, they build cars and paint cars and whatnot. So I grew up in a body shop. Always around cars. Um, had to paint and, and kind of build my first car. But uh, so I would come out and watch races and I saw the road racing. And on top of the RV, I told Mike and his wife, I said, I want to do that. I'm going to do that. I got some money, man. I'm going to go race. He just looked at me like, you're out of your mind here. Drink this beer. So <laughs> his wife heard me say, and one of her friends, Robbie, goes to these DE events and invited me out to one. And I took my wife's... Uh, convertible bmw and i mudded it out out there i put that texas pizza on it and just (laughs) (laughs) the brakes were done everything was done i was done my my passenger was done i don't even know what he was doing in there oh he's filming and that's it i I caught the bug and i immediately bought the fastest race car i could and got in it i didn't even fuck with a mazda i couldn't do the miata thing (laughs) i had to get in a porsche cup car and go go straight to the top and here i am so i've been racing for two years and i raced in the connie series last year and this year this is your second Daytona to race in, right? Yeah, I'm excited. I feel good out there, though. I feel like, you know, I'm good in the, you know, back in the back there. I'm pretty oh. Bad. No, just kidding. <laughs> Come so on. Give me, give me, give me the, give me the uh, line. You're going you're gonna to be on the podium? You're gonna yeah, win. I would have been if the damn officials didn't give us a five-minute penalty and I couldn't get out in qualifying yesterday. Uh, DJ, my co-driver, DJ Randall, blew the checkered, or they said he did, but on video we see he didn't. Oh. And uh, they gave us a five-minute penalty, so we sat, and then uh, I had to wait. And then when I went out, I did a half a lap, and they black flagged it. So we're going to start pretty much in the back. That Sometimes it's fun. Yeah. Just working your way through, knocking them off. safer in the back to start in the back. It was a long race. Uh, yeah, the, I guess the Grand Am officials are not going to like me after I just said that, no. No. Yeah, Let's be sure and play this over the PA where they can hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Johnson joins us from the Continental Tire Pits as we get set for the Daytona 24-hour on Saturday. This afternoon, of course, is the Continental Tire Race. And I look at you and I think, and again, I've been in the music business on, on, on the side that plays your shit. All right? You heard what he said about my music? I know. I know. You can but you also see how, how I'm holding my hand like I am a yeah. hip-hop freaking special? <laughs> 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 a guy like Rick Rubin. If he walked, oh, I if, love yeah, I would say if he walked into this room, is that a guy that you, is that is that your Richard Petty? Yeah, I love Rick Rubin. I think he's he's brilliant. Rick Rubin, Quincy Jones, I think they're those two guys. Are some of my favorite. They they you know the music that they've created and, and produced and helped write uh, everything with Rick Rubin from from the early days of hip hop to some of the biggest rock bands, pop artists. He does everything. Well, wait, so he's probably one of my favorite. Wait a minute, and his beard is incredible. You've got hip hop. To Quincy Jones. Yeah. You covered the gamut. I used to roller skate, man. Oh, I want a picture of that. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I used to roller boogie. So, so Quincy do, Jones, Michael Jackson, everything. But, how, but does that, Quint, how does Quincy Jones fit into your music? My my mother listened to a lot Oof. of Michael Jackson, a lot of uh, everything from, uh, well, I'm losing my mind, uh, Commodores to oh, shit, wow. everybody. So I listened to a lot of Quincy Jones music growing up, a lot of Motown. Did it and then I listened to you? Or how oh, did it influence yeah. you? Well, when I got into hip hop, I used to use a lot of samples from those early records. So, you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, anything I could find that was so really cool. You just 
You're my favorite producer now. Really? Amazing. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire is the best band that ever was. Yeah, they're amazing. And the Gap Band I love, too. A lot yes. of my music, if you listen to the, the record I did for uh, Kelly Rowland, listen to the Moog sound and bass line. Tell me I didn't get that from some of their records. You know how they had that old Moog bass? Oh, yeah. So I used a lot of influence from that. And then my father listened to everything from Leonard Skinner to Zeppelin to Pink Floyd. You know, my mother's a flower child. My father's a biker. He was tattoos everywhere. My 21st birthday was, was 200 bikers, and my mom's screaming, what are you doing? So I had a very mixed upbringing, you know, so of music, and I DJed hip-hop. So Is Kelly Rowland and Beyonce, are they as nice looking in, at 8 to 7 o'clock in the morning when they come in and their hair ain't done? Beautiful. And you got to get them to do some music, and they still look good? Yeah, they're amazing. Beautiful. Uh, Kelly, I, you know, her and I have become good friends, her and my wife as well. Uh I speak to Beyonce a lot less, and that's mostly through email. So when we are in a room together and work together, it's great. But she's very private, so we haven't built any kind of... But personally, uh, beauty is perfect, amazing. Uh, not as pretty as my wife at all, but she's, she's yeah, really she pretty. Yeah, she might hear this. And you know, I, I got invited with, with my team of producers and writers to work with Beyonce at that mansion out in... Uh, what was it? The Hamptons? Mm. And I got to cook Ooh. omelets and breakfast for her and her mom and uh, a few of her family members and Jay-Z and them. And I ate lunch and dinner with them. You cooked omelets for, for... I sat next to Jay-Z right here. And Beyonce was right there three, four nights in a what row. What kind of omelet did they want? I was going to say, what do you put in your omelet? Of course, the Texas Pete's came into the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's always got a little Texas Pete's. But you absolutely is, must get that sticker on your car. Yeah, I'll just put it on because it's great. But I have... Uh, you know, I make a really thin omelet. My mother Janet taught me how to do it, really thin with some some boar's head cold cuts, but like ham, cheese, always Ooh. American cheese. Unless I got spinach, then I'm gonna put feta in there. But I make a really good omelet. That's that's Avocado? all I can do. My wife is in culinary art school. She's an amazing chef. So all I do is the omelets. So you, you know? race cars, produce music, produce music hits. Cook omelets and like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. You're my, you're my dude, man. You're the best cat we've ever. This is the best dude we've ever had. But are you a Cleveland Browns fan? Uh, you he know what? Know the Cleveland Browns. No, no, no. There's a gentleman that works with me from Cleveland, and two gentlemen. <laughs> one of them is an assistant engineer. The other one is the best guitar player in the world. He actually tours with Rob Thomas, Frank Romano. He's from Cleveland. He tells me nothing but amazing stuff about it. Uh, I was, a, I was a Colts fan growing up. I don't know why I chose the Colts. I just did. And so now I'm a Dolphins fan. I bailed on the Colts about seven years ago because uh, I married a woman whose father and brother are huge Dolphin fans. Mm. And her brother could totally kick my ass. So I was just like, I'm going to stick with you. <laughs> He's a total Florida redneck, goes hunting and shoots things. So I was like, me and you are fucking Dolphin fans all day. That's what it is. As long as you're not a Bronco fan, you're okay with it. Oh, come on. No. You know Go what? Broncos. Yeah, Broncos. Yeah, that's just cold up there. <laughs> it was that game. Whew. All right, Freak Nation, Texas Pete. I mean, Jim Johnson joins yeah. us here. The Speed Freaks Pits. Cottonelle Tires, as, as we get set, of course, for the Cottonelle Tire Race this afternoon. And then, of course, the big daddy of them all tomorrow afternoon is going to kick off here at Daytona for the Daytona 24-hour. Where are you, right. you going to be for the when the flag drops tomorrow on Saturday? Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna actually go to the grandstands because I like to be around where Turn Four is, the speed there, and oh. I, I want my wife and my friends to experience that so they could see it from there. I think that's where you get that initial 
holy shite this is amazing uh i got that in nascar and stuff and and when you're when you're watching in the infield you don't quite get that you know you see the cars going around and it gets a little paint drying and shit so they got to go out there and see that yeah. see the speed of it okay the holy s this is exciting have you ever been to a drag race yeah oh yeah NHRA. that's what my father my father built cars doing that young but with the nitro guys now yeah. the, isn't it's, that awesome it's your chest yeah. it's seriously like you lose your breath it's incredible yeah, yeah. and mike uh our car chief mike morgan he's a fanatic if i ever built a drag car he would he would just forget it he would love it that's what he wants to do see that's the evolution of your race team that's the evolution of was it rebel rock you're gonna have you got your sports car now you're gonna have a dragster up soon i I would love to have a dragster but i couldn't get a sponsor to give me anything for like 8.2 seconds they would never they're not gonna get any exposure hey i didn't even see my logo man you mean like how are you gonna read that you mean 3.9 seconds yeah (laughs) well my car does about eight I had a 56 Bel Air that we could do eights. But, yeah, imagine Pitbull going by. Hey, man, I just gave you $25,000. What the yeah. hell is going on here? You you just hoaxed me, man. Anyway, at least the Porsche, you could see it in the front because me and Brian Till, we got a deal going on. He's going to get me a little camera action or something. All right, who's the one legendary artist out there that you haven't worked with that you want to? Oh, boy. there's uh, I, You know what's funny? I would love to work with Prince. I met Prince at J-Lo and Mark Anthony's house while I was doing Idol. And Mark told me, I got a friend coming by. to He's going to play guitar or whatever for this finale song for us, for Idol, for Jennifer or whatever. And his friend was was uh, Prince. Just because he's an amazing musician and he's just he's great. I love some of his early music. Uh, Prince would be somebody I could learn a lot from. Underrated guitar player, isn't he? Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah. He's a badass. Uh, he tuned the guitar for Leroy Sanchez, and Leroy played a, a song for him. He wouldn't let us film it. One of my guys was filming, or wasn't filming, and he thought he was filming. He screamed at him, and then he told him not to curse and stuff. But, yeah, I'd like to work with Prince. He would definitely correct my cursing. Uh, he's a Jehovah's, He's Jehovah's Witness, so he is not. he don't fall for none of that. I didn't um, know that. And somebody else I'd really love to work with. Would be uh, Aerosmith. I'd love to work Ooh. with the band, and maybe oh, man. Billy Joel. Ooh, yeah, yeah. About that even even Elton John, Billy Joel, Elton John, right there. Yeah, wow. write a song with Elton John. Love to do that. Yeah, there's all the stuff you've talent. been doing. You 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 just moved into another genre altogether. Yeah, I love man. I love music. I just yeah. love real songs that have you know. Not that's why I wish to bring back to music is artists that actually play instruments that mm-hmm. that inspire my children to play instruments that sing songs that you cry to that aren't that's so missing simple. today it is very much missing and that's something that i wish to change and hope to change and with this new deal with jimmy Iovine and interscope universal music group i think we're gonna you know rebel rock we're gonna we're gonna do that pink seems music. to be one of the the people that are still holding on to that reality yeah. which i because i like her song pink is she, a badass yeah Pink's good friend. She's into motorsports. She's she's. Oh, and you know Bucky. Yeah, Bucky's my brother, man. He raced with me last year. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, Bucky is a good friend. But yeah, Pink is awesome. You know when I saw, and I use this story with other with younger musicians that I'll talk to. I said when I saw Lemmy at a store appearance that I did twenty years, twenty five years ago. When I saw him go through the CDs and pick out Journey CDs, that right there, I went. Okay, I see it. These these guys aren't just stuck in their genre. They appreciate good musicians and music. So when Lemmy picks up 
journey, I went, okay, I understand. Journey is incredible. Too. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I understand. But you don't expect you, you know Olivia you, Motorhead to pick up freaking Journey. You want him to go over to Priest or Saxon or some death metal. What song is going through your head right now? You're thinking of Journey. Where don't is stop it? believing. Don't stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pitbull wanted to use that sample, the the, the uh, initial piano parts and stuff in mm-hmm. a record, but I think the sample clearance they was they didn't allow it. Huh. Yeah, that's a huge. Right now, you play that in the middle of a club. Oh, it could absolutely. Be, it could be. Yeah, any audience, they go crazy over that. So when you DJ, did you uh, do a little rap in there too? Yeah, I was I was early in the early 90s I rapped. What was your name? Do a little freestyle. Jealous J. <laughs> DJ Jealous J. I wasn't jealous, though. It just was a name some girl gave me <laughs> at, a, at a fair. Alliteration. You do some freestyle? You give me a little freestyle? No, right I can't. I can do that. How about Rebel Rock Racing? Rebel Rock and Texas Pete's all the way down, getting on the... Oh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> And, and, and on that note, and I'm gonna punt me some drivers off the track. Yeah, I'm not the rapper. <laughs> man, it's it's a pleasure. I'm glad we had a chance to meet you. To meet you, man. Yeah, uh, hopefully, me too. we can get you in the Freak Nation. We do our show from the Peterson Automotive Museum in downtown Los Angeles. So if you're ever out in LA and want to see some fly, stupid freaking cars, yeah, you need to come out there and visit well, us. I just opened an office in Santa Monica, so I'll be out there. It's I nice. might be out there for two weeks in February. Nice. So oh, I'll, I'll give you my perfect. card and stuff. We'll hook up. All right. Freak yeah. Nation, his name, Jim Johnson. That's yeah. Jim, don't call me Jimmy Johnson, Johnson, J-O-N-S-I-N. What's your Twitter handle again? Uh, I am Jim Johnson, nice. spelled the same way. And I'll bring Bucky with me. We'll come out and hang out and do a little nice. interview together. That'd Thanks, be awesome. Jim. All right, man, thank you very much. Perfection, dude. Absolute perfection. Thanks for coming.